2: Welcome to the TTOR show. I, of course, am TTOR, and that right before you is none other than the one, the only, Brett Keen.
1: Matt Keen.
2: Or, as he used to go by a few years ago, the boogeyman of the internet.
3: That is correct. i tell you what, folks, there's no one that gives me any kind of competition with making awesome intros except for Mr. TTOR. Oof, that was awesome.
2: I appreciate that. I do need to make some new ones, though, for streams like this that are being restreamed to YouTube, (laughs) because I have to be a little bit more careful, because when I just streamed a rumble and quarter, I pull out all the good music that YouTube would never let you air.
3: <laughs> I hear you there. Well, let's be careful, because we are broadcasting to YouTube right now through my channel.
2: <laughs> yeah, wouldn't want to hurt you on that one. But, oh, hold on. So, Josh has sent me a message here through Delta Chat. Let me take a peek.
1: Just got back home,
2: had car troubles, still laying on the tow truck. So that's why he's not in the room yet. But he'll have a chance to come on later and give his piece. But before we get into that, why don't you and I, Brett, actually talk about a video you put out earlier today called Atheist and Christian Challenge by Brett Keene.
3: Sure, sure. And if uh, after we talk a little bit about this, if you'd like to ask me what my inspiration is behind it, I'll be more than happy to share.
2: Absolutely. I probably will. (laughs) So you can see it right here on the screen. And I'm thinking we should watch it because I think like the first two and a half minutes is pretty much the whole challenge. And then the rest of it was just you adding commentary to it. Is that about right?
3: Pretty much. I feel sometimes that I have to repeat myself, because uh, for some oddball reason, people like to edit or take me out of context. I wanted to make it crystal clear.
2: I see. Okay, let's play the first two and a half minutes then, so that we can hear Brett's own words about what the challenge is.
3: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you are watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. I hope you're all having a wonderful day out there. I've got a challenge for atheists as well as Christians, no other group out there, although any group or any religion, you're more than welcome to put your two cents in and what you think about all this. This challenge is going to be pretty difficult on both atheists and Christian, but I think that in the end you will see which group would benefit humanity most. Which group is willing to make compromises and sacrifices depending on the responses and answers that you get from each one of them? The question is this. There's a terrorist group out there who grabs two Christian parents and two atheist parents, two godless parents. And on top of grabbing the parents from each group, they take their children. They kidnap the children. They then take the children as well as the adults into a dark warehouse, and they put a live streaming camera on all the families and put enough light for you all to be able to view them quite clearly, almost as if you're watching a movie. The terrorists look over at the atheists and say, we're going to end the lives of the Christian children unless... You, the mother or father of the group of atheism, is willing to willfully allow yourself to be sacrificed in the place of the Christian children. Now, the terrorist will look to the Christians and say to the mother and the father, Would you be willing to sacrifice your lives willfully for the children of these atheists? Now, you can presuppose if you want to, if you allow the atheist children to live and not sacrifice yourself, will these children end up growing up?
2: And I think, really, that's where the whole challenge is at this point. There you go. Basically, the idea of the challenge, if I'm understanding it right, is a hypothetical scenario where terrorists kidnap atheist parents and their children christian parents and their children and basically each party's parents is allowed well the children of the other party so like if the atheists are willing to sacrifice themselves the atheist parents then the terrorists will let the christian children live if the christian parents are willing to sacrifice their own lives the atheist children will get to walk away scot-free and live And I think the dilemma you're asking about for people to answer is, if you're a Christian, would you sacrifice yourself for the atheist children? If you're an atheist, would you sacrifice yourself so that the Christian children could live? Now, in the video, you kind of talk a little bit about it. But if you're looking at it from an atheist perspective, there may be a temptation to sacrifice yourself because... Well, if those Christian children live, they may get the opportunity later on to become atheists. And it's kind of the same thing with Christian parents in this hypothetical scenario. If they are willing to sacrifice themselves, not only would those atheist children live, but they may have a chance later on in life to get into a personal saving relationship with Jesus. And it may even be your sacrifice that leads them down that road. So there's those opportunities for both parties when it comes to sacrificing themselves for the other party's children. As far as how I would approach it as a Christian, well, I probably would sacrifice myself to save the atheist children, but exactly how that would go down, I couldn't tell you, because to quote the one guy from The Matrix, If I had to give my life to people like that so that someone else could live, I would give them hell the whole way through. I wouldn't be a lamb like Jesus was when he was sacrificing himself on the cross. Now, atheists, they may say the same thing, some of them, but as you know, I have some doubts about whether or not they would actually follow through on their claims to be a willing sacrifice. Because as you know, Brett, we live in a culture where it's really easy to virtue signal. It's really easy to claim that you would do something virtuous, only for you to not actually do it when the chance arises. And we see this with people on social media all the time.
3: Well, let me ask you this. Uh, Who do you think, because this was a question towards the end of the video, I wanted observers as well as people to give their opinion on which group do they think would be more willful towards making that compromise or sacrifice with their existence over the other?
2: Right. And I guess it would also be influenced by your quality of life. Like, I don't know if you've seen the movie grand Torino, but that movie kind of plays into this a little bit because uh, Clint Eastwood's character is an old man. His wife just died He finds out he's dying of cancer while he's simultaneously trying to protect these children, these Korean children who are his next door neighbors. He's trying to protect them from being, you know, harassed and uh, hurt and ultimately maybe even killed by this gang of Koreans that are running around the neighborhood terrorizing everyone. And so Clint Eastwood decides that in order to give those korean neighbors of his a chance at a normal life and in order to put away these korean gang members once and for all and because he's gonna die in a matter of months anyway he decides to sacrifice himself in the lion's den of the gang members where he dies out in public getting gunned down in front of lots of witnesses so that when the police come and the rest of the gang members there's lots of witnesses and they're going away for basically the rest of their lives So he was willing to make that sacrifice, and and from his perspective, it made sense because he was going to die anyway, so he might as well do something good on the way out. And I don't know what would be going on with an atheist if they were in that scenario.
3: Fair enough. Fair enough. See, I look at society, what's happening now uh, with all this stuff being taught in classrooms, with non-believers knowing that there's young people watching them, and then yet they promote and endorse drugs or things that are dangerous to children on a daily basis, and I, I don't know. I scratch my head and wonder, do they even care about anybody? Do they even care about their own families? Sometimes I see videos where they just the uh, ever living hell out of everybody, including God. And I'm just curious that there's any amount of redeemable value there where they would make a sacrifice for someone else. You know what I'm talking about? The narcissism, the arrogance. Right. Just doesn't it it doesn't sense or smell of sacrifice.
2: Exactly. Do you know a Raul Akari?
3: I do not if they wanna tell us who they are in private chat, that would make it a little bit easier for them to be involved in the conversation, I suspect.
2: Well, I could also do this. <laughs> so uh Raul, how are you doing?
1: Um, I'm doing pretty good. I'm not sure if you can hear me. Hello?
2: Oh, I can hear you just fine.
1: All right. I mean, uh I shipped in on my first Brett stream, um and these uh these Racist atheists, um, they call them like mean words. I feel uh real bad, so I wanted to say uh my sympathies with you, Brett.
3: Sounds like he's kind of tickled by it.
1: What? So what's
2: what's your theological disposition? Oh, uh, I'm Catholic.
1: Um, not sure about you guys.
3: You're not sure about what our views are.
1: Oh well, I I just said i was a new viewer sorry
3: oh, uh, i see
2: well i'm a christian and brett is a believer in god although that kind of well the way that looks kind of changes over time depending upon how he's feeling or he yeah, um, if,
3: if you don't mind me asking you a question since you're catholic um would you be able to tell me what disciple is buried um near one of the churches in rome
2: Um, I don't know, uh, what is,
1: what do you mean?
3: Uh, see, well, a Catholic would know that it's Peter that is allegedly buried next to the church, you know, the rock.
1: Yeah. Yeah, We get a a lot of atheist
3: trolls who are more than willing to pose as Christians. That's the reason why I test people. I mean,
1: that's a fair point. Uh, It just so happens that you're a fucking faggot, Brett Keen. You're a fucking nigger. Thank you. you. I
3: appreciate that. God bless you.
2: All right. Well, let's see. Let's do this. So, what do you
3: think uh, about my argument about atheists not willing to sacrifice or compromise for the innocence of children? Because obviously, that wouldn't have been very tasty for any kids watching, right?
2: No, you know, somehow, I, I don't know what it is about him, but. don't get the impression he would have made that sacrifice.
3: Adam says his spidey senses were tingling. Goodness gracious. Adam is a, um, he, as you know, he believes in God now, and he's also, mm-hmm. for the longest time when he was a non believer. I told him that it's very possible he could be a prophet, even when he was claiming to be a skeptic, because he always seemed to know when one of these jerk were going to go haywire on me. And hopefully he'll join the conversation and, and put the gadar on so he knows when something like this <laughs> is about to happen.
1: <laughs> well,
2: Adam is, Adam is more than welcome to join the stream. Uh, I know on Rumble and on... Oh, wait, I didn't put it on the quarter chat. I know on Rumble... In the live chat, I have the stream link, and on quarter, I'm about to post it, and I know you just shared it in the YouTube chat. Oh, I gotta, yes,
3: I gotta say, Ttor, that I'm uh, extremely happy to be hanging out with you and doing this show. But I'm a hundred times more happy now that I've seen that Adam Lore is out there as well because I've been worried about him. He's had, he was having some issues for a while, and I haven't heard from him. This is the first time seeing him in a long time, so I'm really, really happy. I'm hanging out with two of my favorite people. Yeah, I'm glad you're here
2: too, especially after you recently put out that video about the depression that you have been dealing with recently. It's good to see you getting on live streams and talking with people. I'm hoping that's helping out with that.
3: That is actually, it is actually helping. Um, Sometimes the depression can last for a couple days. Sometimes it'll go for a few months. That's one of the reasons why I used to in the past where I just shut everything down and go away, but... People have told me, Brett, don't don't shut down your videos, don't do that, just go stick your head under a pillow, have a damn cry, and then come back when you're ready and all that, but uh, that's not the way I used to do it in the past, now I'm listening. I listen to people.
2: That's always a good approach. Now, just so you don't get ignored, Darkmoon75, I see you on the quarter chat. He says, hello, TTOR, how are you this evening, my friend? Glad to see you too, Brett. Not a pleasant fellow that Raul Akari <laughs> no kidding
3: no that's kidding. Uh, another day in paradise when it comes to atheists. kind of expect I did hear a little bit of giggliness in his voice and if a Catholic doesn't know about the Peter thing then you uh, then you know you're dealing with a fake.
2: Yeah I even know that. <laughs> I've never been a Catholic and I know that.
3: Most atheists, even though they claim to read the Bible, when you get somebody in here, ask them simple, basic Sunday school questions. Ask them when the first time a rainbow is mentioned in the Bible and what was its significance. If they can't answer something as simple as that, give them a slap in the mouth and say, head for the road, Jack.
2: (laughs) So I did get some messages on Delta chat from Seeking the Truth, Josh. He said that... uh, he was waiting on the tow truck. His tire rod actually snapped on his car. He doesn't know if he'll be able to join tonight or not. I told him to keep me posted. So maybe he'll join us tonight. Maybe he won't. Just depends on when he gets home from this, I guess. And I see Adam. That would be Adam Lore. Right? Hey, do you hear me? Yes. I hi, do, do you hear me?
3: me? It doesn't sound like uh, Adam Lore.
2: Hi, can you hear me?
3: That doesn't sound like Adam Lore. Hey,
2: well, who is this me? Adam? Yeah. Fuck niggers. Kill niggers.
3: Kill niggers. Do you what kill I, mean? niggers, Do what I mean? on, Get him, get rid of him. Oh, what yeah. a loser.
2: Okay, so going forward, I'm not going to allow anyone else in unless you confirm yourself in the private chat, like if you're the real Adam Lore. <laughs>
3: Or the if, real slip show you know, if take you don't that mind too. me. I, I want to make sure that people realize this and, and TTOR may not share my same views. If YouTube wasn't so hardcore on their terms of service and atheists weren't so ignorant to report videos that they deliberately try to violate. I would be more than happy for atheists to come up here and show their true colors and show your liberal views to everybody. I would be like, sure, I'd let you have the damn mic as long as you want to just spill out as much hatred as you possibly want. But unfortunately, YouTube won't allow that freedom of speech that they so love for you to be able to show what an asshole you are. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, it's pretty much the truth. I mean, if this were only streaming to Quarter and Rumble and he was in here you know, doing what he just did, I would let him keep going. And then when he finally runs out of breath, I'd be like, you done?
3: Any more? Is there a chapter two to this book or what?
2: (laughs) But since we're restreaming to your YouTube channel, I don't want to risk that for you.
3: It's all good. If it continues to happen and I feel like it's going to be a problem, I'll just post the, the show to the radio. I planned on doing that anyway. And I'll just tell people to go to wherever you posted the video. Sound good?
2: Sounds good to me. Of course, uh, the thing I'm really enjoying right now, and I enjoyed this last week too, is that the quarter live streaming seems to be working very, very well as far as from beginning to end, it's running smoothly. And when you end the stream, it actually saves to your channel and processes and uploads in a timely manner. Which, no offense to Josh, but that's something that was always a little off about Joshu TV at least for like the last year I was using it, is that it would stream perfectly fine, but it wouldn't save to your channel afterwards. And I couldn't, I never could understand why.
3: Well, this is a good segue because you keep on bringing up Cordor. I'm sure that there's some people out there that know the alternative website Rumble, which we'll be talking about. But why don't you tell the audience about what Cordor is and give them a taste of what awesomeness is.
2: So let me go ahead and just set up both tabs for this. Uh, I'll start with Rumble since it is the lesser. (laughs) Okay, so Rumble, which is one of the platforms I'm streaming to right now, is the most popular YouTube alternative in the alt-tech world that has emerged over the last uh, six years, basically. But oddly enough, Rumble has actually been online as a video sharing site since like 2012, 2013. The problem is nobody really used it at all until a bunch of the conservative establishment GOP people started using Rumble in like late 2019, early 2020. And then Rumble has been snowballing and building up momentum ever since And it's even got to the point where it's been borderline on 200 million site visitors a month for like the last four to six months, which is really impressive for a site that is not being used by, you know, it's not quite mainstream yet, but it's getting there. Although there was that study that recently came out where they basically did a demographic of the people who use Rumble. And they found that there's an awful lot of Democrats and independents who are using Rumble. As a matter of fact, they make up almost two-thirds of the Rumble people in terms of who uses Rumble as a creator and as a viewer.
3: I do got to say that uh, one of my only major complaints about Rumble is this. Uh, It's taken a long time for it to... It's synced up with my YouTube channel. It takes a long time for my videos to process over there. Uh, which is a lot like Odyssey. They used, uh, they still do that, I think. Unless they're, uh, wait a minute. I got an email from Odyssey. They're going down. I don't know if you heard that or got your email.
2: I heard they were becoming like public, like Rumble is.
3: Well, that was their ambition. That was their dream. But they said something about they were needing money, or they, or they were going to be going out of business, or something like that. They need more support. You know, they're pulling the whole bit shoot thing now. I could have swore that when we talked about them and promoted them a while back, weren't they like a chain block? You don't require all that server space and money and all that, do you?
2: Yeah, Odyssey... I don't think it's actually blockchain because they have the ability to censor people's uh, content even on the library thing which is supposed to be blockchain if it was really blockchain you wouldn't be able to censor it you wouldn't be able to remove people's content for policy reasons but the fact that they are able to do so proves that they're not blockchain
3: so i've noticed also on rumble the kind of content that does get me views i do have a couple videos that have like 800 views and then a majority of them are like between zero and five gamer videos seem to do well on that thing, and also if you talk about, like, the taboo stuff, um, let's just say about some sickness that happened a while back, I'm not going to say anything else, but uh, that seemed to get a lot of people's attention whenever I put that out there.
2: Yeah, I've noticed that too, although the one channel you have that has, like, 17 subs, that one actually got, like, 40-some plus views on both of your last two uploads there. I think if you were to upload your videos to that channel in particular, you actually probably could grow that one.
3: I could see. I got one channel that is synced, and apparently, Rumble, you were talking about a friend earlier that wasn't able to get the name that they wanted. I was able to get God TV Radio Show and Brett Keen Show. Uh, They made that to where I've got that as official name, but they won't let me have my I Hate YouTube with a Passion name. And I don't know why that is.
2: Well, you know how on YouTube, if you reach like a hundred thousand subs or whatever, you become eligible to become verified, which is basically just them putting a check mark next to your channel name. So that people know you're the real you and not someone pretending to be you. That's the verification that rumble is actually denying him. According to rumble's, uh, Standards for getting verified. You either have to have 1,000 subscribers on Rumble to get verified, or you have to have 500 subs on Rumble and a significant following on another social media site. Which, in Josh's case, seeking the truth's case, he has almost 3,000 subs on Rumble and he has almost 35,000 followers on X, formerly known as Twitter. So, by their standards, he's way overqualified to be verified on rumble you know like a check mark next to his name as a verified creator but they actually sent him an email back when he applied for verification and they told him that he wasn't eligible to be verified
3: wow that's crazy i have to ask screen,
2: but i don't have his tweets at the moment
3: See, I know, TTR, that you are big into the whole censorship and tech stuff that's going on out there. You report everything that's being heard. But there's one thing that you haven't talked about in your videos yet that I thought for sure would set you on fire. And I'd love to hear Adam's view on this as well. Have you heard what Nikki Haley wants to do? You know, that woman that's wanting to become the the president of the United States, she's not going to. But she's got some pretty interesting ideas. She wants to make it to where everybody has to be verified on the Internet. Now, I personally, I put my real name out there, and you've said your name countless times. Does it bother you at all that all the trolls in the world would have to actually be identified and put their real name out there whenever they post content. What's your thoughts?
2: Well, before I give you my thoughts on that, I just like to say to Darkman 75 on Quarter, I see all your comments. Yep, those people are pretty childish. But Darkman 75 on Quarter said, just want to say one of the reasons I enjoy Quarter more and more is due to how I have a Tech, when I have a tech issue, I report it and it gets handled in a timely fashion, which is true. I, me and Josh try to fix things as quick as we can on quarter. And then he said, hello, nice to meet you, Adam. Heard you on a few of Brett's streams. You're pretty level-headed. And I appreciate your commentary on quarter. I'm, I'm just glad that now that I'm live streaming on quarter, I actually have someone who's watching me live and actually commenting through it. It's nice to actually be able to read comments on a stream on my own site. But in response to your question, what's my thoughts on Nikki Haley saying that we shouldn't allow people to be anonymous on the internet? Most of the points that you, well, all the points you brought up were good and or made sense. But there's one thing about that issue I'm surprised you didn't bring up, Brett, and that's the issue of former Muslims. You see, former Muslims, and especially the ones who live in Muslim countries where Sharia laws in effect, they can't express their apostasy. They can't say, hey, I'm not a Muslim anymore. I'm now atheist, Christian, whatever, because the penalty for apostasy in Islam is death. And so, what a lot of these former Muslims do is in their real life, they have to pretend to be a Muslim still to avoid being killed. But on the internet, they create an anonymous account and they are able to express their true selves as far as how they feel about Islam and what their worldview actually is. And that's how a lot of the former Muslims are able to basically vent and talk about all of these things without being killed for leaving Islam and how a lot of them can share their testimonies about being a former Muslim on the internet without being killed in real life is being anonymous on the internet. Being able to have an anonymous account is very important for that. And so while I get that Nikki Haley's idea, if it was ever implemented, whether by her or someone else, would definitely kill off the troll problem that you have, or at least greatly reduce it, or I do the same for people going through similar things, it would also make it far easier for Muslims to kill former Muslims for leaving the religion because they wouldn't be able to hide their true identity on the internet and therefore safely express themselves. So because of stuff like that, I would not want Haley's idea to come to fruition, even though there are some upsides to it, like you pointed out. It would also help with the bot issues we see too, but there's a reason why being anonymous on the internet is so important, why it should be allowed. And, the former well, Muslims are the how about this? example.
3: Let's how about this, TPR? Because you you raised some excellent points and stuff. I, I unfortunately and sadly did not even think about what some of these former Muslims are going through. And to imagine it, it's not just Muslims, right? There's non-believers that live over in those countries. They'd get wasted. Homosexuals would get wasted. We don't want that. That's a good point. How about this? Instead of doing, like, three strikes on one of these websites where they remove people, instead tell them if you reach the three-strike limit, if you're abusing the system, then you must be verified. How about that? They get three strikes, and then they have to be verified.
2: That would be better.
3: People can volunteer to do it, but you get three strikes if you're abusing the system.
2: Yeah. I mean, that would be better. Of course, the problem is who's in charge with such a system. And if you have woke lefties and globalists running such a system, they will make up some BS that will force you to, you know, Tell people who you really are. So they, yeah, I, your idea is better. I will give you that. It's just in the real world, you have to think about who would be in charge of these policies and who'd be running them. Now, as a policy on quarter, even though it's not a policy right now, that's something i would consider because i know myself i know that i would be true to the policy and i wouldn't subjectively you know give people strikes just so i could force them to reveal their real identity i wouldn't do that but a lot of the local lefties and people in silicon valley who run things they absolutely would and yeah that's that's the problem i think of so i mean i like your idea yeah. Yeah. it's not that i think it's bad it's just <sighs> when i think about the practical way of doing it, that's where it gets messy.
3: That is an excellent point. That is true. I mean, we got a government that's screwing Trump through the mud and everything like that and screwing people over left and right. Yeah, I mean, Twitter's better now because of Elon Musk, but if it was uh, just a year ago... Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, folks, you get to hide for now.
2: (laughs) And since we already talked about Rumble, uh, and you asked me to, here is Quarter, which is an open source alt tech alternative to YouTube that I started a year and a half ago, almost to the day, actually. And basically, the way it works is it's very similar to YouTube in terms of the functionality you would want. So you have full HD video upload capacity, including 4K resolution. And there's also live streaming, which I'm doing right now to Quarter, and it works great. I'm not doing this feature right now, but in the future, I probably will. Quarter also gives you the ability to restream to any streaming site on the internet for free. Oh so my you...
3: god, TTOR, that's Shadowgate, that old Nintendo game. Oh, I love that game. Goodness gracious, you got some good content up there.
2: Yeah, Dark Moon 75 recently did a series playing that game, and I put part one on the uh, recommended tab on top.
3: Oh, by uh, the way, Adam, I know that it's you this time because uh, I'm looking at the way you spell and capitalize your words and use proper grammar. That's definitely <laughs> Adam.
2: Well, that and he yeah. hasn't shouted the N-word yet, despite yeah, being yeah. for the last 10 minutes.
3: <laughs> I was going to like
0: tell you like two to the 16 is 65,536 or something like something that these retarded trolls couldn't just like say right having having you guys. brett i wanted to say thank you i appreciate what you were saying earlier i have um you know I, I got past a difficult time in my life and i've been away for a while and it was a lot i was going through so i haven't
3: really kind of popped my head up much on the internet so well, it's all, good to a lot of people have, have asked about you, Adam, and I have also missed you. Um, believe it or not, Adam, it does really, it puts a smile on my face. It makes me happy whenever I see you present and all that. You always uh, make things enjoyable. Same for you, too, TTOR. I don't know what I'd do without you, too. I might go in the damn coat closet just get it over with if you guys weren't around.
2: Well, as long as that doesn't happen while we're around, I'm cool with being the support
3: but yeah, with the, all
0: the trolling and stuff, like it's like, man, I'm, I'm going to hop on this stream and it's just like, you know, it's, I don't know, it's such a toxic environment with people. Like, they want to just, there's people out there who just want to, like, destroy your mood, you know?
3: My right. wife has asked me on a couple of occasions, she goes, you're the sweetest man there is. How is it possible? Why do you think that happens? And I say, honey, I'm a shit magnet. What are you going to do? No. <laughs> <I should.
2: laughs> so you're Steven Sayburn. Hey, in other words,
0: real <laughs> quick, too. I want to say shout out to Creationist Crybaby.
2: Yep, I did see Creationist Crybaby in there. As a matter of fact, Wabooski, there he is. <laughs>
0: but yeah, on the topic, um, just real quick, I'll kind of chime in. I don't have too much to say, but I do think if it's like, if you're talking about Rumble or um, YouTube or something, and you can verify that someone is a real person with their real name. I think if there's just a a category where you can do that and you can kind of see this person is using their real name, which means that this other person probably or possibly isn't if they're not verified, I think that would be like kind of a fair and convenient thing. But it sounded like you guys were saying like you would get almost like strikes or something for for acting like you weren't your real stuff. Or what is the strike thing you were saying?
3: Like if somebody was, uh, one of the things I pointed out in my video and stuff, and I'm probably going to have to retract some of the statements. I have a video that's going to premiere on Friday where I really, really hit every reason why, and not to vote for Nikki Haley, but just some of her ideas I thought were interesting on how to deal with the internet. But I, I think that I was thinking too much about my own personal problems and I didn't think about the whole islam and the ex former this and you know the the gays that would have to suffer if they were exposed on the internet by you know muslims and all that i didn't think about a lot of that stuff i made a lot of good points for myself but eh, definitely i should have put a lot more thought into it so i'll have to probably retract it later
2: yeah, that's fine i mean it's not like you were totally off base it's just yeah you have to think about the total picture and yeah when you do it gets messy (laughs) i couldn't (laughs) help
3: but when i heard her saying she was going to expose all these people i was salivating i was like yeah (laughs) i didn't even think about all that the bigger picture you're right man
2: yeah she's been getting the middle finger from a lot of the popular news commenters on youtube for saying that (laughs) so I, i i've definitely been on their side although less vulgar about it
3: so how's corridor been doing uh obviously i've got some videos posted up there is there any way in the future that you would be able to make some kind of a feature where i can sync up my my channel and all that so i don't have to like put 500 videos over there and all that and there's one other thing i was wondering I've noticed that some sites that are like this, they not only have the ability to upload MP4s and all this, but they can also do audio files, which would really help me out.
2: I haven't advertised this on Quarter, but you can actually upload audio files too.
3: Well, you got to tell me what format. You can't just leave me salivating. Well,
2: I'm pretty sure any of your basic formats would work. Uh, I'd have to look into it more, but... Like, if it's just an MP3 file, it's going to (laughs) work. you know. Does it change?
3: Obviously, since it's not a video, is it going to change the way the frame is going to look around it?
2: Well, I'll have to actually try it out myself because I've never tried uploading an audio file to my own site. But my thought at the moment is if you upload an audio file and then you set a thumbnail to it, my thought would be that the thumbnail would be what's on screen while the audio is rolling, but... I don't actually know until I try.
3: So, <laughs> so what about you, Adam? Quarters a, a good site, and Rumble's got a real nice, clean interface and all that. Have you thought about putting some of your make a strictly like art thing and stuff, and put your content over there? Rumble may actually, for the kind of views you were getting on your channel, Adam, you might actually get paid enough to at least buy some bubble gum if you use uh, a Rumble. <laughs> what what is the um? Like payment system on Rumble. Well, Rumble doesn't make you go through some stupid partnership thing. As long as you're getting the views and, you know, support from your audience or whatever, you're able to, you eventually or inevitably supposed to make some money. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm not one of these assholes on YouTube who will lie to you and tell you you're making a million dollars. I'm making just enough to get a pack of cigarettes if I were still smoking, uh, yeah. A pack of bubble gum and maybe a small Snicker bar. So that's what you're looking at there. But at least it's something, right? There you go.
0: Is there is there kind of like I haven't checked out Rumble too much. But is there like a right wing connotation to going on Rumble?
2: No, they just or did a there... study recently where they basically did a a look at the demographics of Rumble as far as the creators on it, the people watching videos there, to yeah. see what their political worldviews would be. Republicans are actually the smallest demographic on there, even though they constitute the biggest channels on there for the most part. Oh, interesting.
0: Because it does seem like Republican conservative right wing channels are the ones that tend to get in trouble and then they got to go somewhere else. So it kind of makes sense that there's more just, you know, the ones that I'm aware of are more like right wing stuff over there. But But I I haven't fumbled out that much.
2: There's actually more Democrats than Republicans on Rumble apparently now, uh-huh. and if you add the if you add independents and non-affiliated together, it actually makes up like almost two thirds of the site. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so, okay. uh, so yeah, it's a very it's a very mixed crowd when it comes to Rumble's uh, viewers. So it's not a right-wing site. It's not a woke lefty site like YouTube is primarily. And it's not a site that caters exclusively to independents or other parties. It's it's a right. mixed bag as far as who makes up the audience, which is ideally what you want. You want some of everybody on your site. And that's something that sites like BitChute and YouTube and NewTube and other sites of the past, even though some of them are pretty nice and I have no problems with some of them, uh, they just haven't succeeded in getting a diverse audience in the way that Rumble has. And I'm hoping to do the same on quarter. I'd like to have a diverse audience, although I realize I can't control who exactly will actually sign up and use my site. so you just kind of hope for things to work out in that regard.
3: Well, there's I have a feeling that you're probably going to see a, a more excessive amount of people hitting your site here in the near future. and the reason mm-hmm. why, and I think Rumble's going to go up in success because the election. The election's coming up, and when that is happening, this is the time that liberals panic and they start wanting to shut everybody down. Twitter's going to get bigger. Everything's going to get bigger, but YouTube's going to get nasty. Google's going to get rough. They're going to start killing things in the search engine. You're going to see people going away into the vast blueness of the sky.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, you're right, but just to stay on topic in addition to having the full HD capacity including 4K in addition to live streaming in addition to free restreaming on quarter there's also a public playlist which is something that most YouTube alternatives don't have there's also an analytics dashboard that you can use which most YouTube alternatives do not have at all and also there is video chat rooms that you can create on quarter where you can not only you just have video chats with friends, family, coworkers, et etc. but you can also live stream to your channel from these rooms, just like YouTube used to do when they had Google Hangouts built into the site. Oh, that's cool. And, then yeah, there's, also, that feature. and there's also uh, there's also the ability to write articles on quarter, which is kind of like the community posts you can do on YouTube. But it's way more robust, like it's got an actual text editor box and you can change fonts and thickness of the text and lines and you can actually put in HTML code. So you could not only embed quarter videos into your articles on quarter, you can embed videos from pretty much any site you want on the Internet into your articles on quarter, which would be especially useful if you were making a quarter article. About someone's video from another site, and you wanted to embed that video into the article. Basically, as long as that video from that site has some kind of embeddable HTML, you could embed these articles, these videos, into quarter articles. Which is great because on YouTube, you can only you know attach YouTube videos to your posts. So I feel like the articles feature, while I haven't really used it, it is way more robust and would be far more useful for sharing a written social media post than the community pages on youtube would
3: be i've been meaning to tell you ttor i appreciate the uh, video that you made whenever i got my cute little strike on my channel which by the way is supposed to go away towards the end of december it'll be my only christmas present i've ever received from google that's if they don't screw me again but uh I, i do appreciate the video that was uh I, Adam, I don't know if you heard what happened. A very unusual thing happened to my channel.
0: Yeah, I saw a lot of that. I didn't catch the whole thing, but I um I was watching. Stephen did an interview the other day with you, right, about that, like uh, proverbs. And it was what you like mentioned a movie or something, or someone played a trailer in the background or something.
3: Yeah, I was talking to a Christian guy called Mr. Stumps. I call him Captain Stump. I always oh, Stump yes. is awesome. Yeah, and Stump is awesome. We were he I, I mostly let That's him funny. take over the show where he talked about his interpretation of Genesis, temptation, lust, all that kind of stuff. Well, an atheist came in and uh was sitting there with his mic wide open. I had to keep telling the guy, Can you turn down? He goes, Well, I got a question for you, Brett. Is there any movies or music at your checking out or you're going to watch in the future. And I talked for like two minutes about it. Now there's only two options I can think of on why I got my strike. Either this little bastard ended up going and looking on YouTube for one of the movies that I was talking about and either unintentionally played it really quietly, but somehow the AI still picked it up on Google or the AI heard me talking about it and smoked me for it. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, that's and crazy. Second, I've seen that happen to a lot of big channels where it's just like some random thing and they just completely
0: lose everything.
2: And Brett's second possibility is why I made the decision to stream only to Rumble and Quarter at this point for my own streams. Because yeah, yeah if, if that's the kind believe. of thing that can get your stream taken down and get you a strike on YouTube, then there's no point in streaming there if that can happen.
0: No, it's it's completely out of control of the censorship and just, like, getting channels taken down for just random stuff. It's, like,
3: it's I crazy. It.
0: It's like one of those, like, science fiction novels about the future gets all crazy. Like, that's what it makes me think of.
3: It is. It's absolutely crazy and stuff, and if it's going to happen to somebody like me for just talking about it. And that's one thing I don't get. I've noticed that there's people out there who do entire reaction videos where they'll play an entire song, play the entire video, and nothing happens to them. YouTube will actually feature them get millions of subscribers doing that. Yep. But if I simply talk about it, are you kidding me? Steven said that there is a third option because the movie I was speaking about, the subject matter was about demonic possession. He was concerned that Satan got me. I was like, no, oh, it's yeah. a <laughs> I said, it's a Christian movie station that made it. So, you know, based upon what they believed to be like a true deal or something. So I, uh, I don't think that was the case. No. Satan Can Satan
1: access the internet?
3: I don't know if Satan's got his own internet connection. I think that he uses atheists to get on the <laughs> internet. He has his, own, <laughs> he has his yeah. own Gmail account and stuff.
2: Or he just hijacks the minds and souls of the people who do use it.
0: It seems like if these spirits, if they're there, if they did somehow access the internet, it would just be like a, a manifestation spiritually through just like, They would, like, hack into the energy of it or something. Eh. I
3: hear you there. I hear you.
2: Oh, and before I forget, one of the other cool things about quarter is that I have this little thing called quarter bucks. Some people originally thought when I rolled it out that it was a cryptocurrency I had made. Let's not go there. It's not that. (laughs) It's literally just a point system that I call quarter bucks. But it works like a cryptocurrency because you get like a certain amount of a a quarter buck every time you get a view. And so the way it works on quarter is that if you upload videos to your quarter channel and you share your videos and they get views, you get a certain amount of a quarter buck on each view. So naturally, if you get a lot of views on your quarter videos, you'll build quarter bucks up quickly. And then in turn, you can use your quarter bucks to either promote your entire channel or just one of your videos on the front page of the site near the top.
3: T T O R. We got Dark Moon out here. I don't know if you're able to see the people's comments that are on my YouTube. Oh, I channel. am.
2: Dark Moon's on quarter and your chat. Oh, the-
3: wow, that's pretty awesome. Well, he was talking about how he lost trust, and he does gaming videos and all that kind of stuff. you mind if I share a very short story? This will either disgust you or you'll laugh until the point you piss your pants. But I had a buddy a while back. Uh, Adam knows this because Adam used to watch me back in the day whenever I was still a, a former non-believer. And one of the ignorant things I used to do when I made videos was every once in a while, just out of the blue, I would belch. I just belched right in the middle of a very you know, intense argument or debate. Well, a buddy of mine, he got inspired by that, and he decided that every once in a while, since I'm already taking up the belching category, he was going to fart. So he did this, and they actually copyright-striked him for a fart. I kid you not. They said that he was taking sound effects, and it wasn't. I seen him turn sideways and make that nasty noise. It was him. Wait, Brett, who did this? Uh, it's this guy. Uh, what did he call himself back then? He had this weird idea. Uh, his name was Jeff, but what was his ID that he had? Uh, huh. yeah, I do what the ID was. <laughs> this How was years ago. Yeah, he would he would just sit there. He'd be talking and stuff. Nowadays, they got this other guy that they, they really like to watch, but I would never do this. There's a big old guy that likes to play video games, and he just sits there and shits his pants on Twitch, and people love that. He really oh, does man. that TTR. I kid you Whoa. not. Just sits there and shits his pants. Doesn't even bother to get up. It reminds me of a damn World of Warcraft South Park cartoon.
2: So uh, I was going to say, that reminds me of the South Park episode where they're all playing Warcraft all the time, and they can't even be bothered to get out of their chairs. So they had chairs with holes in them, and they had bedpans underneath their butts. Oh, yeah. And every time they'd take a dump, the mom would come in and and clean out their bedpans.
3: (laughs) I've had a lot of people try to encourage me. They say, Brett, you ought to watch it. It's funny. I'm like... Why would I think it's funny for some obese guy sitting on a 1952 couch to shit in his pants while playing a video game? What, what even gives you the idea? I want to see that. Goodness gracious!
0: Yeah, that's gross. Have you guys watched the uh, speaking of South
3: Park, the new the Pandaverse episode? Oh yeah, that was hilarious. Get a chick, <laughs> make sure she's she's a lesbian.
0: <laughs> it was pretty good. G2, are, are you familiar at all with what that is it's like they they redid south park where it's like cartman is like a black african-american woman
2: yeah aren't they basically making fun of the fact that like all these woke hollywood studios are replacing all these characters with diversity
1: actors
0: yeah yeah and it's like, like kathleen kennedy specifically that's like fucking everything up and she's like out mm-hmm. to like get Cartman and stuff. It's really good. It's funny. It was on so many levels. It was funny. Cause it's also about like, you know, technology, like people relying on technology and can't like do anything. Like it's like on multiple levels it was a really good one.
2: Yeah. Some South Park episodes are like that. And I may watch that one at some point. It's just really hard to have time to do all the things I'd like to do because I work full time as a TV producer in my church now. And especially this week it's been really really busy with that and then you know i'm Mm -hmm. trying to do my own content and still make time for my girlfriend and family so that i don't have burnout and yeah it's it's hard to do everything and seeing that south park episode is like as as cool as episode would be to watch it's pretty low on my to-do list
3: Right, so right. You are, I don't know if you realize this, Adam probably does, but you do realize there's some Christians out there, as well as atheists, who believe that South Park might actually have prophetic abilities to it. Do you know why I say that? They believe that South Park has predicted a lot of things that have actually come true.
2: But I thought that was a show that mostly just made fun of things that were already going on.
3: Well, they've made fun of things that are happening in in culture and all that, but they were one of the first ones, and I believe the Simpsons, who actually predicted Trump as president long before Trump even said he wanted to be. So, yeah, it was supposed to be a joke. It was supposed to be silly, but it happened.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they were all thinking at the time, too, when they made those episodes. It's like, yeah, let's put someone in office as president that would never do it in real life. (laughs) they must have been doing like face palms when Trump won in 2016
1: goodness gracious
2: and I said 2016 not 2020 you hear that YouTube algorithm
3: (laughs) so what else we got here with Corridor and Rumble you said you had some other stuff you wanted to share with us about Rumble
2: Wheel, I already talked about Josh and what happened with him regarding Rumble, which is a travesty. Uh, the thing that concerns me about Rumble moving forward is not the fact that it's getting bigger and it's got a wide, well, it's got a lot of people on it who, uh, definitely would, uh, well, they don't ideologically align with me, but. That's not really a problem. The problem I have with Rumble is that it's already got a groundwork, a foundation for censoring people in the future. Like they have this policy where you're not allowed to be bigoted towards uh, the Jews. It's an anti-Semitism policy. And the problem is like the hate speech policies on YouTube and other big tech sites. It's worded so vaguely that basically it can be twisted to mean anything. So, like, if you were bigoted against Jews, well, I would trigger the policy. But if you were just critical about something the state of Israel did in relation to something they did towards a neighboring country. uh
3: Ooh. And, I, and I'm sure people out there that are listening, you understand that DTUR isn't saying that he doesn't like the site because you can't be bigoted to Jews. It's the problem is, is whenever you criticize a group, sometimes these corporations they take it as bigotry, or they take it as you're being blah 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 when you're not. You're just crit, being critical of a group or something or view ideology.
2: Exactly. And plus, it could over time, once they get a lot bigger, if Rumble succeeds in getting big enough to the point where they actually supplant YouTube as the biggest video sharing site on the internet, it would be really easy for them to slip into doing all of the draconian policies that YouTube is already doing. You know what I mean? Well, already of course, we've already seen it little...
3: happen with all the other sites, haven't we?
2: Especially with BitChute, which before Rumble exploded into where it is now, BitChute was the biggest site in the all-tech world and was on its way slowly, but surely to become a site like Rumble is now. The problem is multiple fold, though, of BitChute is one, they started censoring people just like YouTube does. They started rolling out policies just like YouTube's draconian ones. Including a policy that said that they could censor you even if your content didn't violate their uh, community guidelines or TOS. And that they could retroactively go back and make a new policy to justify retroactively banning you. Even though when they banned you, it wasn't a policy at the time. Weird stuff like that. And they also didn't keep their promises. Because all the way back to like 2018, 2019, they swore on a stack of Bibles that we're going to roll out HD video upload capacity and live streaming and public playlists and all the stuff that's been available on quarter since I started the site. But even after getting all the money that they got, like we're probably talking a couple million dollars in fan donations over the course of a couple years like way more than enough money to deliver on their promises. Instead, and the CEO of uh, of BitChute himself, Ray Vahey, actually told me this, they used the money instead on office spaces and equipment for office staff and paying office staff. They spent none of the donations on improving the actual infrastructure or the features of their site, which is what they had promised on their donation pages, but that's what they would do with your money.
3: Yeah. A lot of people are capitalizing. They, they see that a lot of people are getting screwed, looking for alternatives. So they basically, they act like a genie lamp, you know, whatever you want, we've got it here, you know, but as soon as they start getting rich, as soon as they start getting greedy, all of a sudden they start pulling the same draconian nonsense that YouTube's doing.
2: And then when I talked to Josh about the stuff that was doing and the donations they were asking for, he was able to show me, and I now know this through live experience with quarter. It's actually a lot cheaper to have a fully functional video site on the level of YouTube where the costs can rise is with having uh, servers for storing videos and servers for encoding videos at a pace that is, you know, Fast and not slow. That's where things can get more costly as far as costs. but it doesn't cost hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars to start up a fully developed YouTube alternative. You can start one up like I did for a hundred bucks in a month. Of course, now I think my costs on quarter is about, uh, I think it's about $230 a month I'm at right now, as far as what I'm paying. Because I have an encoding server that I upgraded. I got my main server, and then I just bought some new, uh, some more disk space for the main server because we're having issues with disk space, disk space after a year and a half. And so I'm getting that resolved now.
3: But what does a, a person do whenever they're trying to host a good video sharing site? A lot of these phones and computers, they're all set up with apps that already direct you towards YouTube and direct you towards all this uh, stuff where you can listen to it, watch it, yada, yada, yada. But if somebody... I mean, we watched a while back where Gab, for two years, they struggled just to get something out there. And then their app was basically canceled like a couple months down the line because the news media said, oh, this guy allows too much racism and crap on there, so... How do people survive in this type of uh, nonsense?
2: Well, the app stores are pretty controlled. As a matter of fact, Google's app store and Apple's app store control 95% of the app marketplace. And so what a lot of alt tech sites started doing is they actually used their website script and created a, a, what do they call it? Like it's an app, but you can uh that's what it is a progressive web app. that's what it's called. It functions just like a regular app but instead of getting it through an app store, what you do is you go to an internet browser and you install it to your device from the browser and then it installs an app for that website on your phone, on your browser, on your tablet, etc. It functions like an actual app, but it's not an app from an app store. It's literally just, you know, from your browser.
3: Because I more- know that people become complacent though. The the typical audience, they're gonna want it to where it's just a matter of clicking on a button and not having to go through any instructions, no matter right, how easy mo- it sounds. Right. I can't think you are, I can't even get these idiots to click a link and go to Rumble and stuff. Yeah, right. I, I just can't. And it makes me think two things either they're not paying attention or some of the views that I've got are not real. How is it possible that they're not actually going to the alternative sites when they know I'm in trouble?
2: Yeah, it's a lot of laziness on their part. But as far as what I was talking about though, there's actually most of the sites I use are they are built as progressive web apps now. So like Gab and Truth Social and Post and Getter and uh, well, I guess BitChute has its own actual app. But YouTube is built as a progressive web app. Joshua TV is, Quarter is, even Twitter, X, even X is a progressive web app now. You don't actually have to download that app anymore off of the app store. You can just download the progressive web app version of it from your web browser. A lot of people are starting to turn their social media sites, video sharing sites into progressive web apps because app stores can't control that. Until they find a way to, you know, control web browsers at that level, so that you can't just willy-nilly download any old progressive web app onto your phone.
1: Uh, well, you remember web what I did. apps are to, the way to go.
3: You remember what I did the bit shoot a while back? That whole test thing that I do on any alternative video site that I go to. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll try to put. I didn't do this to you because I already knew you're a good guy and all that, but. When Elon Musk took over Twitter and all that and I went over to Rumble, I deliberately put the most one of the most hardcore things I could think of on Rumble to see what they would do to me. And I went over to Twitter and I got really abrasive with some people that really deserved it and all that just to see if I was going to have that speech that they were talking about. Just enough to be snarky and piss a few people off. Not enough to be hateful, but just to see if they were really going to stand behind what they were talking about. And so far, so good. I'm still alive.
2: <laughs> you're still alive? Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. They must be real free speech advocates if Brett Keen is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although it's funny, the video that you're talking about on Rumble, the one that mentions, you know, certain medical things and a certain cheeto man uh that video actually has almost a thousand views on rumble
3: (laughs) i know that i was like wow that's that's pretty cool i was just waiting for any day for that thing to get knocked down but uh you're the one that actually suggests you said brad if you go over there you'll be able to talk about some more things but it's been so long since i've just been able to fully unleash you know that it's right. uh, it's weird. I've I've kind of uh, unfortunately, I feel like I've been on the leash so long. It's hard to be able to just really let loose like I would have done years ago and stuff. But I'll work on it.
2: Yeah, I, I'm kind of learning myself with Rumble, and and in, in quarter this will be true to an even greater extent too. Since these sites are growing, you know, my site especially has a lot of room to grow. Uh, If you're gonna stream to these sites and not to YouTube due to how unreliable YouTube is, I think the best way to make that a feasible thing going forward is to be able to either one have a lot of topics to talk about on you know on your own hand so that you can at least go an hour and you know not be have like a two-minute stream. But the other thing you can do to make the streams bearable and to be able to do it to an alternative like Rumble or Quarter going forward is to have content creator friends. Who you can get together with and talk about stuff together with like we're doing now see if I'm able to do this every Thursday night where I have at least one if not two or three other guests on the stream with me I'll be able to stream to rumble and quarter quite comfortably for the foreseeable future and YouTube won't even be a thought in my head as far as streaming goes if I can do one of those two things every week yeah so I that's think that's gonna be gen- that's gonna be generally true I think going forward for anyone who's serious about not streaming to YouTube due to the whack-a-doodle way that they enforce things and streaming to an alternative like Rumble or Quarter or whatever. You got to do one of those two things in order to make that something that you can do for a long time and not go cuckoo crazy, you know.
3: <laughs> As a, I haven't looked yet at the connection section in StreamYards, but do they have the ability where you can just click on Rumble and connect your account, or do you got to go through some BS?
2: You have to put it in through the custom destination option, which is what I'm doing now.
3: The restream key and all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, because like on StreamYard, uh, let me see. Because, yeah, well, you can create a destination on your StreamYard account, and there's an option to create custom destinations, and all you do is you put in the stream URL, the stream key from those si- from that site, and then you have a nickname spot where you can put the name of the site, and then you just hit save, and that's your destination.
3: Uh, I I, you know what I might do? I might contact uh, that damn stream yards and say, Hey, why don't you put some more connections on it? Have one of them be rumble and all that, and uh, see if we could do it like that.
2: Yeah, I, I have no problem with having as a custom destination. My only complaint I have with Rumble live streaming is that every time you create a new stream, it has a different stream URL and a different stream key. So every time I do a stream on here, I literally have to go grab the specific stream URL and key from the specific Rumble stream and put it in my Rumble destination every time. And that part's a little annoying, but that's actually a Rumble problem and not a StreamYard problem.
3: (laughs) Fair enough. Well, Adam, what you been up to, Mike? Yeah, sorry, I
0: was um, in the middle of eating dinner, but just muting, so it wasn't chewing. But um, I don't know, I don't have, I don't know if I have much to add about the Rumble stuff. I haven't really checked it out. Like, I have a little bit, but I've only only really known of, like, maybe one or two people that went over there temporarily. And I kind of watched some of the videos, but I don't, like, um, stay on there, you know. But I don't know, it does seem like more and more people are going over there
2: there are more and more people going over there and there are some pretty popular people who are not part of the GOP establishment that are over there as well. And there's enough creators that I like on rumble that I'm actually going to have to make more of an effort to watch videos on rumble instead of somewhere else.
3: I I do think that you're going to start seeing a bigger amount of people going over definitely towards election. But the other problem is, is that the left has gotten so extreme that it's to the point where even if you are a leftist yourself, if you disagree with the the corporations on anything or the people, they consider you right. Just for you know, if you disagree or you had a bad day, you woke up on the wrong side of the cage, you're screwed. That's how it is nowadays. It's there's no left and right anymore. If you don't agree with us, then you're then you have to be the enemy. That's how they see it.
2: Yep, that's pretty much true. But a more immediate problem, uh, a momentary problem there, there is with Rumble, is that even though there are some popular creators over there, most people's favorite creators are still on YouTube and pretty much not anywhere else. So even if you go to Rumble because you know you like the idea of a YouTube alternative, and there's maybe a couple of guys over there that you like to watch and you watch their videos there, there's, not, there's usually not enough of people's favorite creators over on Rumble to keep them over there all the time. And most of their favorite creators are still on YouTube. And so what happens is generally after like a month or two, or maybe a little longer, a lot of people will naturally fall away from watching creators they like on Rumble and go back to watching people they like on YouTube because most of their favorite creators are still there. And so that's kind of going to be a problem, too, going forward until more and more people get on rumble or any other site to the point that they become mainstream. That's just the way it's going to be for a long time. Unfortunately.
3: Yeah. I had a pop-up recently today. I got two pop-ups actually. Apparently YouTube changed its terms of service again. And they're, uh, making it real clear they're going after certain groups of people. And then what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, I got a pop-up on my latest live show, TTR. Apparently, YouTube felt it was important to explain to my audience that the Earth is not flat because somebody mentioned it on the show.
2: Yeah, that's always the darnest things. I mean, it's a video-sharing site. You're supposed to be able to say what you think and feel even if it's wrong we don't need the website itself to just come up right behind us and go this person is wrong look at this wikipedia article that says he's wrong of course the irony of that is that wikipedia articles can be edited by basically anybody who's allowed to edit them and they can be wrong too so okay.
1: <laughs> you
3: yeah know what I mean? and it's it's sad too because 90% of the people that were on the show They didn't believe in the flat Earth. They go along with my idea that the Earth is pizza-shaped. But still, you got that one person that just mentions it for a little bit, and we get a pop-up. Now, I know YouTube doesn't, uh, they're not sitting there watching my videos, so that has to be AI. They pick up, have you noticed, if you look on your own videos and click the caption, it is now creating subtitles for you. So the AI is able to read that text and anything that you say in your voice is picked up, boom, you're gone. Yeah, Brett, I think
0: earlier you en- encapsulated it so perfectly by, you, sa- you use the term draconian, right? Right. It's like the perfect term for what we're experiencing here. You mentioned climate change or something, it's like you just automatically get this warning label. It's so just weird. Like, I don't know. I think it's terrible. I think it's like one of the worst things. Like, This is really bad. And then if it keeps... Obviously, seems like it's just going to get worse. And there's not much anyone can do about it. Because it's just like we have no control over it.
2: And the great irony about them using Wikipedia to disprove people is that when I was growing up in elementary school, middle school, high school, and even my college years, we were always told by our teachers and professors to never use Wikipedia as a source of information ever because of the open source nature of how it's built and how anyone can edit and add things to it. And yet that's the source of information that YouTube holds up as being the authoritative information on a topic. I, I don't know about you guys, but it's that, that's been, that's baffled my mind for years when they started doing that. Or like when, uh, I think it was the New York times couple years back that literally told people to don't do any kind of critical thinking or reasoning just literally believe whatever wikipedia says on a scientific or political topic and just accept it i was like what For, for a 90s kid like me when I see Wikipedia being used as an authoritative source of information to disprove people on youth on the internet after I spent my whole life being told it's not authoritative and you shouldn't even use it in a research paper it just blows my 90s person mind I
3: guess well it's not there's even uh, there's even scientists out there that have uh, spoken about the nonsense of Wikipedia Uh Me and Adam, we talked about this a while back. Neil deGrasse Tyson ended up getting screwed up by Wikipedia. Did you hear about that, TTR?
2: Yeah, I saw a video or two on your channel where you talked about it.
3: Uh, Just uh, for briefly for the audience out there that may not have known this, because we don't have to sit through a 20-minute blathering video done by myself, but the deal was is that Neil deGrasse Tyson never claimed to actually be an atheist but there were atheists who were able to go into Wikipedia and edit it and then basically claim the man as their own. Well, he ends up getting on Big Think, and he says, look, the only ist I am is a scientist. I'm not any of that nonsense. And for In the beginning, Neil deGrasse Tyson swiped at religion a couple of times, but now he's gotten more moderate on that. Um, I don't know if you guys seen recently, speaking to Neil deGrasse Tyson, did you see the embarrassing thing that happened between him and Bill Maher? I was curious if you guys seen that what you thought. No. Well, people are basically saying that Neil deGrasse Tyson isn't all he's cracked up to be. There's some people are even going so far as saying he's an idiot. Um, he got into an argument about some of the stuff that being taught in schools nowadays and neil is unfortunately on the wrong side of history on that and he faced bill maher and bill maher's having this like weird like a revelation nowadays if you've noticed
2: hmm. well bill maher definitely has had a problem with the woke lefties for years but i i haven't been paying enough attention to him lately to really notice what you're talking about Unfortunately.
3: Well, Bill Maher basically told Neil to grass and he says, look, people look up to you. You're supposed to be the science guy type of deal. You're the one that's supposed to be, you know, correcting people when they come up with stupid ideas and all that. And unfortunately, Neil decided to go into one of his narcissistic, arrogant, babbling rants that made absolutely no sense. And now there's a lot of people making videos saying this guy... He's a dumbass. Maybe I ought to go back to the cosmos and just get the hell out of the conversation about, you know, this culture crap that's going on.
2: Right. Yeah. Because I know Bill I, I did video. that same
3: thing. Like he just became very
0: political about his, all this political agenda stuff. It's not. It's like, why do the atheist scientists have to be talking about genders and all this stuff? Like, I don't know. It's weird.
2: Yeah, I, I even did a video recently where I. Exposed him for that video rant he did, where he literally said that your feelings, Trump biological realities, when it comes to the trans issue. I'm like, that's Um, not a very science based approach, there, fella.
1: (laughs) No, I (laughs) I mean talking about the
0: biology of it or something that would make sense. Like you know, talking about chromosomes and stuff—that's science. But just getting into,
2: no, he literally said feeling. He well, he didn't say it specifically, but he implied it heavily that feelings trump facts when it comes to the trans issue in terms of
3: biology. Well, that's one of the issues he had with Bill Maher. One of the stupid statements that he made is he goes, what's the problem Bill, if I wake up tomorrow and I shave my mustache and put on some lipstick, and he went into graphic detail about dressing up in a pink tutu and all this, and I'm like, okay, you went on for ten minutes about that. What's the point now? And then he's, you know, trying to, he did exactly what you're talking about, where it's about feelings and all that, and Bill Maher goes, that's great. Great, but what about the actual facts of it? And it just got, it kept on oh, being emotional. I argue. have to check that out.
2: Oh, and since you brought it up earlier, Brad, as far as Neil deGrasse Tyson and the whole issue with Wikipedia, where they were lying about him being an atheist for so long. I had another fun Wikipedia story to share. One of the other problems about Wikipedia and its open source nature, it's that it's really easy. hide the truth about certain topics if it starts to become inconvenient for you as a matter of fact earlier this year i did a video about how the abiogenesis article on wikipedia was edited so that the word evolutionary was removed from its description because previously the article said that abiogenesis was an evolutionary process But then I started exposing how the article said that to atheists and evolutionists over and over and over again at that point of earlier this year and before. And then one day I went to the article again and realized the article was changed. It no longer says it's an evolutionary process. It just says it's a process. But then you go to the evolution page on Wikipedia and it still says that abiogenesis is part of evolution.
3: Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why TTOR as well as Adam, when we've gotten into discussions with them about abiogenesis and evolution, why you hear so many atheists nowadays who are saying, and it's usually the younger ones that are that ain't been around long enough to be literate about this shit, but they're the first ones to be like, Oh, abiogenesis has nothing to do with evolution, they don't realize it's the transition into the process and all that. And it's like, oh, man, I got to explain this. And luckily for us, uh, Google, they haven't gotten around to screwing with that yet. That still shows up at the top. It shows that's part of the evolutionary process. But yeah, Wikipedia, man, they'll they'll try to clean all that up because they know they're getting their ass whipped over it out.
2: Yep. I'm, I'm that. If,
0: if, a bioge- if a biogenesis isn't part of like, if you want to categorize that as part of evolution, what? would it be categorized as just its let's own thing? It, like,
2: let's put it this way. If abiogenesis doesn't happen, evolution doesn't happen.
0: Well, I could see, I don't, I mean, I can see why in a debate people don't want to get into a biogenesis because it's just kind of like, it's a difficult thing to uh, defend because it's so unknown still. But to me, it seems like if that, if the, if a biogenesis is a chemical process that occurs and after that you get the, the whole chain of evolution it's like that's like the starting point of evolution as far as i'm concerned but exactly. i mean i can see kind of drawing the line of like if you're trying to debate about it and you're like look let's debate about the part after the biogenesis part because that's like kind of a whole different discussion i can kind of see that but to me yeah it does make sense that it's it's in an article about evolution if you're reading a article about a biogenesis is going to mention evolution it's obviously like in the same category
1: well, the it's article, surprising
3: too oh go ahead TTY.
2: the article used to explicitly say though that a biogenesis was an evolutionary process and then you go to the evolution page on wikipedia and it has a little section in the history of evolution that has a biogenesis listed on there as a clickable link that takes you to the abiogenesis article yeah so it's part of evolution whether they like it or not so they don't really have a right to get angry at creationists or christians when creationists and christians talk about it in an evolution versus creation debate Yeah, I I
3: have to credit Google for this. They do keep archives of the older uh, dictionaries and you can still look into the definition like right out the bat. If you type in a biogenesis definition, it'll say the original evolution of life or living organisms from inorganic or inanimate substances. Right. So when you're talking to atheists about them coming from rocks, you're like, "What the hell are you talking about? Dinosaur farts, monkeys on uh, seaweed surfing the oceans? What, what are you getting at?" They they have no idea. And Adam, you've seen this yourself. I know TT. Oh, we've right? seen it a lot. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where non-believers think that evolution somehow they just turned into the monkey and then the man. They don't realize there's a big ass chain going backwards to the point where you're a fish a booger on a rock. I don't know how many people we'd ever... On rock, I like the, the terminology you use, bro. <laughs> I That's mean, crazy. I
1: believe in
0: all that shit, but I, I, I do think it's just like um, losing in a debate. Like, it's hard to defend a biogenesis, so you have to, like, treat it as two separate things because you can't... Like, right now, if they don't know how a biogenesis occurred, you can't really win a debate about it.
2: Now, I find what Brett's talking about to be funny, because you can see here on Google, it gives you the dictionary definition of abiogenesis according to the Oxford Dictionary. And um. definition number one is literally the original evolution of life or living organisms from inorganic or inanimate substances. Well, if abiogenesis is the original evolution of life from, from non-life, then that means it's part of evolution.
3: Yeah, for anybody out there that's listening, you got to think about this. If we were to presuppose that this is how things actually happen, then there had to have been some kind of process for it to go from this to be able to go through the changing cell. That's what it's talking about. Just imagine suddenly the snot decides it wants to roller skate. That's basically what it's telling you.
0: i feel like in a way it's a
3: it's kind of similar to a distinction
0: between cosmology and astronomy it's like you can't really have astronomy without cosmology but it's just kind of like it's kind of the level you've zoomed out of how much of a scope you're dealing with is all that really the distinction is it's not really two? it's definitely not two very different separate concepts like they're totally interconnected completely
2: Yeah, which makes, in my opinion, makes it fair game for a debate with an evolutionist or an atheist, but they feel differently. (laughs) But one thing I do want to touch on before I completely forget about it is Darkmoon75 brought up a very good point earlier when we were talking about the lack of our favorite creators on Rumble and other sites. He said, if I find a favorite creator is uploading to another site instead of YouTube... I'll go and sub them and try to support them on the new platform. And there are not enough people like you, Darkmoon75. Because if a lot more people did what you do, when a new creator, or like when a creator of yours that you like, joins another platform, and then you go and sub to them there and watch their content there instead of YouTube. If a lot more people did what you do, not only would these alt sites be even bigger than they are now, YouTube would very quickly become a thing of the past.
3: Or they would have to change their ways in order to be able to adapt. They'd have to be more open to people's views and ideas. That's the only way. But Google's too stupid for that anyway. Oh, I I wanted to advise you on something, TTOR. I know that you are known for being TTOR on YouTube and all these sites. But just in case... You want to, whenever you have a chance on Rumble, make a, another channel called Corridor. That way, uh, people can't snatch it on you or use it for abuse later on.
2: I will consider that. I had someone else suggest something similar to me too, how I should use YouTube and Rumble and other popular video sites to have like a quarter channel on them to way, as a way to advertise Quarter. I may end up doing that. I'm still thinking about it.
3: that will take you AT4... five. Good done. Go ahead, Adam.
0: How how many um, like channels and videos and stuff are on quarter at this point? Like that roughly.
2: Is good, that is a good question. Give me one second. Because if I log in as the admin, I can actually tell you exactly how many uploads are on the site, oh, nice. and how many total video views are currently on the site. The numbers will sound underwhelming, but you also have to keep in mind that I am not popular. <laughs> I don't have a budget for marketing. And so I don't have like the same reach that a lot of people would. But I know that there is currently 119 registered users on the site. Oh, wow. Which
1: is not. That a to lot me seems like for, pretty
2: good
0: for your own website, like over 100 yeah. people on
2: it. The main thing that's keeping the number as low as it is, though, is the lack of popular people on the site promoting it. Because, in order
1: for
0: that seems like a pretty high number, though, that's good for you just doing your own kind of small independent thing. That's that's good. That team that seems higher than I would have guessed, at least.
2: Yeah, uh, it's not loading up here, unfortunately. Having some issues of quarter at the moment related to the disk space issue I mentioned way earlier in the stream but i think there's like i want to say there's roughly 1700 uploads on quarter and the total oh video, wow and the total amount of video views for all the videos put together i think is around i want to say like 52 53,000 total video views like a lot of the oh. early videos from prior to 6 months ago have like 150 200, several hundred views, and I think my most viewed video on quarter currently has over 3,000 views, but but yeah, about six months ago, roughly, search engines started censoring uh, their algorithms so that my website doesn't show up as much because we went from getting those kind of views on quarter videos for like the first Mm. year to now you're lucky if you can get 10 views.
3: We got a dark one out there. He, he says, if evolution is actually a thing, just to respond to him before it gets away from us. He says, if evolution is actually a thing and we're all supposed to be descended from apes, and why do you never see apes suddenly giving birth to human babies? Uh, that's kind of like the Tim Allen question. A guy like Richard Dawkins, to play devil's advocate, would probably say... That the changes are so minuscule and so small, and takes so much damn time that your peanut butter would come to life before you ever even see a change. So that's the way it is. Yeah, you got to go through multiple generations before you
0: grow wings and and fly around, Brett. As you always want to do, you got to wait. It's going to be your great 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 grandchildren that can do it. Not
2: not you. That's assuming they survive to you know evolve. Yeah. But Dark Moon also brought up something that is a sad truth as well. A lot of the users on quarter are also not active users unfortunately. So like I have 119 registered users. I'd say the amount of active users is probably seven.
0: Oh wow well you're still I mean the the numbers you gave to me sound sound impressive for just you your one guy or two guys like starting your own website and everything that seems like good numbers to me.
2: Yeah, but three of the seven active users are my TTOR channel, my gaming channel, and my church's channel. And then the other active users are like Darkmoon75, VJTV, and then there's a new guy who just joined recently. He's like a Sonic the Hedgehog character for his avatar. I forget what his name is exactly. Apparently, he's actually a furry, which... I, oh, find, I find interesting that he joined Quarter. I don't even know how he found it, but
0: that would be funny it. if Quarter became like the hot spot for furry videos or something. Oh, and you're like promoting, hey, no censorship, but then it's like it's just like associated all fur- with all
1: the furry, furry <laughs> join.
3: <laughs> There's a. Oh, TTR, I know another way that you could boost the uh, traffic on the site if if you're capable of doing this. You're, I know you're intelligent and can probably do it. You may want to talk to Josh about this, but you were talking about embeds and frames and all this. Have you considered, since you have the ability to make MP3s and sound and waves and your audio formats work, to make it to where people can embed their... Uh, Spotify or Amazon Music Podcasts and things like this because these companies are starting to get to the point where you can put videos on on your digital radio now. Now, if you can make it to where it does that, I'd be able to quickly be able to like post all kinds of stuff from Spotify, Amazon Music, you name it. Tons of different sites.
2: I'll have to look into that because there's a lot of plugins on the back end of the A-Video script that I'm using. That are connected to stuff like that. I have to actually go back and look at what the plugins actually are. Because I think I did see something about Spotify or SoundCloud or whatever, but I don't remember what it was per se.
3: Well, it's, uh, you know, we were talking about alternative video sites. Well, Spotify is taking a, taking a hit at YouTube now because they said, you know what? Not only are we going to let people do their audio podcasts, but we're going to let people do their videos. And within a year, Amazon uh, Music, they've already stated they're going to pull out the red rug on that as well. So not only are you going to be competing with video sites, but now with all these radio sites are claiming to go video. I guess they were right back in the 80s when they said radio a video killed the radio, huh?
2: <laughs> and then radio became the video. <laughs> Revenge.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> and then no one listens to the radio. But now uh, I definitely now that you're talking about this, I'm definitely going to have to experiment with the MP3 sound functionality of our uploads on Quarter. Just to I'm... see what it's like.
3: Another another thing, too, and you probably would find this uh, acceptable even for yourself, but you know just as well as I that a lot of people, when they're doing these videos, some people are wanting to make this their job. They want to make it to where this is the way they do it, and YouTube hasn't capitalized on this. I don't know why, but two things. People, they sh- these video sites should set it up to where people can do video responses to each other like YouTube used to. That's one thing. That'll bring community together and make people excited about talking to each other, kind of like a TikTok deal. Number cool. two, make it to where there's, that people have the ability to have their own buttons like donate to Cash App, donate to PayPal, and make sure it's big under their video for people to do that. BitChute kind of got smart about that. They put a big heart, right? But that was about it. If, If you could do that.
2: Oh, that is another thing you can do on quarter. If you go to your account settings on your quarter account, you'll find that there's a section that says donation link, and it's just a blank slot where you can put any link you want. So, like, if you have a PayPal account, or you have like a Patreon, or a Subscribe Star or a Coffee account, or name the donation site, if you have an account on there, you can literally take the link to your account, put it in that donation link slot on your quarter account, and then what happens is that when people go to watch your videos, a big green donate button shows up below the video player. You click on it, and it takes you to whatever link you put in there, and they can donate to you however you want them to.
3: Best yeah, those to. buttons are important, Adam and TTR, because for some reason people like the sparkly stuff. They just, it's just too hard. There's a straining of muscle of clicking, oh, links in the description, oh no. You know, that's just too much for them.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, the uh, th- that feature I just described for the donate buttons on quarter and the usefulness of quarter bucks it's not going to see its full potential come about until there's a lot more people using quarter, especially a lot more active users. But if quarter ever does get to the point where there's a lot of people using it, the monetization of the site is going to be very good for creators. One thing I haven't rolled out yet, but Josh knows how to do it and he would help me set it up in the future is that quarter when it's time, will actually allow people to have their own banner ads on their videos and they'll be able to keep every cent they make. There's no middleman cut.
3: Sweet.
2: So basically the way it works is you have to have an account with various kinds of, like, not ad agencies, but like ad sites like Google AdSense or any alternative yeah. to that. And then, yeah, you make banner ads through that and you have your HTML code for your banner ad and you put it in where it needs to go. And then we approve it to make sure it's not for something illegal like porn or whatever. And then as long as it's not illegal content that's in the banner ad, then it gets approved and it'll show up on your videos. And if you happen to have a channel on quarter in the future that gets a lot of views, you can potentially get some good ad revenue from that. And unlike YouTube, you keep every cent. There's no middleman. There's no us taking a thirty percent cut or whatever, so that we can—that's great. Do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I so was Adam,
3: Adam as well as TTR. I was wanting you guys' opinion on this. You know, I make a lot of religious-based T-shirts and all that. I made one recently that really, really fits the uh, mindset of atheists uh, Recently. And I think this one might actually be very successful. What do you think of that? You see the link? It's in private oh, chat. Oh, a
2: second. Let me take a gander. Oh, yeah, I saw that earlier today. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what do you think of that?
2: Well, I think I can share it on screen. i don't see why it would cause any problems.
1: Let's see. Oh wow
3: We're gonna to have to ask Adam too uh what he thinks about the challenge video that I put forth. How oh, was I thought that you
0: posted something. I didn't
3: watch it. What what is the um you did like an atheist
0: challenge or something, right?
3: Well, I tell you what, TTR is a lot quicker at explaining the challenge than I would be if I try reiterating it to you. I might as well just play the whole damn video. Uh, TTR, you want to explain to him the uh, proposition and see where he goes with it?
2: So, Brett's video earlier today was a hypothetical situation where a terrorist group captures two atheist parents and their children. And then the same terrorist group captures two Christian parents and their children. And then the sets of parents are given a choice. The atheist parents are given the choice that if they will sacrifice themselves willingly and die, the Christian children, the children of the Christian parents, will get to go scot-free and live. And then the same is presented to the Christian parents. The Christian parents are given the choice that if they sacrifice themselves willingly, the children of the atheists can go away scot-free and live. And so, Brett's, Wait, what? Uh, qu- and so Brett's question was, do you think the atheists would be willing to sacrifice themselves so that Christian children could live on? Or do you think that Christian parents would be willing to sacrifice themselves so that atheist children could live on?
0: Real quick, is... Is the sacrifice the parent is sacrificed or the parent and their children? The
2: parent the is sacrificed. But but, oh, they, okay. but the children that get saved are the children from the other party, not their own.
3: Now you oh. have an option to say no, I'm not going to die for the Christian children, but that's for the atheist has to choose. Will they be willing to lose their life for the children that are Christian? And the Christians have to choose if they'd be willing to die for the uh, atheist children, or the children that are children of atheists. If that's because uh, there's yeah. not really no such thing as a atheist child and stuff. It's a it's a worldview position. So is the is the challenge like just like what do you think?
0: What how would you answer that, or what do you think people would say? It's
3: like uh, would you, it's both actually it's very very clear i wanted to hear if they would sacrifice themselves for uh, another uh, people's children uh, because i know that there's like this animosity for some folks out there but i also wanted to know if it would get in the way if someone's religious or non-believer if they would be willing to sacrifice on that basis but i also wanted observers outside of christianity and atheism to really think who is most likely yeah. going to put their ass on the line for kids that are most likely not going to be having that view. But I did end up throwing a little thing in there like, hey, maybe the atheist kids will grow up and be Christian, or maybe the Christian kids will grow up and be assholes. So I, I did throw that little caveat <laughs> out there. Well, I think it
0: seems obvious to me that if this was a, a real scenario and there was like. A group of, you know, a, whole, a several um, samples of this that statistically the, the Christians would be more likely to sacrifice to save the lives of other children than than atheists. Like I think some atheists would, but statistically, I would guess
3: that um, cr- that Christians would be way more likely to do that. Well I got it. that's one of the that's what I, obviously that was one of the things I, I wanted to hear people say what they think would happen, but I also would like it if you elaborated, especially you TTR. Why do you think that the Christian is most likely to do that, but not the atheist for it?
2: Well, Christians believe in Jesus, and Jesus willingly laid down his life, even though he is God. willingly laid down his life to pay for the sins of others so that they could have an opportunity to get right with God and spend eternity with him. So because we follow someone who literally offered himself up as a sacrifice for our sins, that would mean that a, a adherent to Christ would be more likely than an atheist to lay down his life to save someone else.
3: See, I had a feeling that there were going to, obviously that the Christians were going to correlate that, but I was also hoping that whenever non-believers hear this, it may bring some more substance to the ones that don't understand Jesus's sacrifice in the first place. When you know it's now you making the sacrifice, it makes it personal. You see what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. and the thing too is that if an atheist chooses to sacrifice themselves, cool, but they don't have that kind of a uh, role model they don't have a religion that has a figurehead who is willing to sacrifice himself to save other people so when they do it it's kind of an anomaly because they don't have some kind of standard that's objective that would lead them to consider doing such an action or considering such an such an action to be a noble thing you know what i mean like there's no thing for them to follow that would cause them to be more likely to sacrifice themselves to save someone else's children.
0: I think personally, the the theme of sacrifice in Christianity seems less to me like it doesn't seem as much like the factor in why Christians would do that versus where I just think it's like more of a... Um, a propensity to do what is morally right. You know what I mean? I think that, that you see that more. And obviously not all Christians do that properly. Right. Some people exploit religion and, and use it to take advantage of people. But I think in general, genuine Christian Christians are generally going to just, if you're going to do the right thing, just because you're supposed to do the right thing. In in atheism, you can have You could have a bunch of people that feel that way, but it's like you said, it's almost just like a random anomaly. Like some will have that. Some will be like, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. Like,
2: Right. There's no objective moral standard that says this is right, this is wrong. I mean, they can literally do anything and it's all equally valid because there's nothing above them that's outside the human mind to judge in any objective sense whether what they did was right or wrong. So, yeah, they can literally do anything and it doesn't matter.
3: You know, what's crazy is I think that a decent amount of atheists. If they watched the video and they heard the hypothetical, they would probably even deep down inside probably realize that a majority of people are probably going to go with the Christians would do this. They would die for their kids and all that. That's something to think about. But, you know, I did have one atheist who left a comment and said, oh, I would in a heartbeat. And I'm like, really? Why would you do that? Do you have children yourself? We talked about that comment, right? I asked this person to come in here and explain themselves, but somehow they've got technical difficulties suddenly and don't want to explain why it is. They claim to have a son. They know what it's like to be a father, and they're willing to end themselves on this basis. And I'm wondering why. Why would they do that from their position?
0: Yeah, I think that that makes the the dilemma a little more difficult because it's at first, at first it does kind of sound like you're doing the right thing, but then it's like, yeah, what about you're leaving your own children behind what, you know, I don't know. It is sort of an interesting moral dilemma because it's not, it's kind of like balancing out two things of which is like worse. It's not just like one thing. Oh Cause yeah. Cause you would be leaving your children behind. That's a really devastating thing like that's like part a big part of it
3: it's it's devastating for them on the parent thing too but don't i i don't want people out there listening and thinking that i don't see how major of a sacrifice it would be for an atheist because if an atheist truly believes what they're talking about which i don't believe a majority of them do <laughs> i believe a lot of them have some anger and some resentment but to do this believing that there is no god This means you'll never see your kids again. You will never have that life. You'll never be with the woman you love. It's over. You've made a pretty major uh, sacrifice there and stuff. Not only of yourself, but against your own loved ones. So why would you you think that that would be inherently the right thing to do? I'd love to hear that explanation. Hmm. Brett, what if you set it up
0: where it's like christians on one side and and like muslims on the other side or like you can have like different categories you know like satanists or something you know like would you i that might be something i would like i don't know if people would sacrifice their lives for for satanists
3: Well, there's some religious people out there who do believe that atheists act under Satan. There are satanic atheists out there. So instead of going down this huge list of, you know, would you die for this and you die for that? I know for a fact. And stuff. one of the reasons why I have back injury TTORs is because a while back, whenever I was a young man, I actually did run across the street to uh, try to save a total stranger's kid because the mother wow. wasn't watching and I got hit by a car. You probably actually heard me ask atheists that question, would you run out in front of a car not knowing if you're going to die to save a kid that you don't even know because the mother's too stupid to pay attention and hold its hand? So that's why I have some of the back problems that I do.
2: I did not know that. I must have missed that story.
3: I talked about it quite a few times. But as you know, uh, YouTube has loved my channels too much. So quite a few of those videos were removed. However, I did put a lot of my older stuff all the way back from the point I became a theist up on the radio. If you ever get bored or you're suffering from insomnia and you need some sleep, my (laughs) audio is up there to listen to.
2: Well, that is good to know. If I ever get insomnia, that's what I'll do.
0: (laughs) I think like a Sam Harris type atheist would would probably intervene and try to save people. You know, there's different...
3: Like Sam Harris style... Oh, I I believe entirely that they're... I I was telling TTR earlier, I believe that 90... like I would say probably 95 to 98% of atheists say, hell no, that kid's a pancake, Screw it. Um, And I've heard a lot of atheists actually say that to me on the car thing. But I do think that there's a couple where they would just simply blurt out, oh, yeah, because they know they're wired inside. Whether they believe God did that for them or not, they're still wired with the morality of... That's innocence. These are children that have a whole life ahead of them. you know. Yeah. So I, I know that non-believers, some of them think that way. But why do they think that way? That's the, the beautiful thing that I want to hear them talk about.
0: Yeah, I think if the sample size was like, if just statistically the sample of who would do what was the um, atheists that tend to come onto these shows and the ones that we've seen time and time again, I think a majority of them would be like what you just said, like, fuck that. Like they would very blatantly just be like, hell no, I wouldn't do that. But I don't know. I think that the Internet kind of chooses for people that are more outspoken and almost like hateful in a way. So like the more kind of decent atheists that aren't like all into the whole propaganda of it are just not going to be around as much promoting their atheism. I think like the, the common atheist on the street that isn't like, it ha- doesn't have a YouTube channel with atheists in their name, might be more likely to intervene and, and step in and help somebody.
3: Well, I, I think that you're absolutely right about that, Adam, because as you know, in the past, whenever I was a former atheist, when I talked to a lot of non-believers behind the scenes, there was a different character there. There was a They were being themselves and they were a lot more honest about some of the things they feel. And if they felt they were wrong about something or questioning something, they'd say it. But on YouTube, there's this weird ass, I got to impress my audience. I've got to say edgy shit. In order to get the views, right, right. and I don't want to come off soft, and that's sad because we can't have intellectual discussions or get dive into the truth if you're so busy wearing a fucking mask. Sorry about the language.
2: Yeah, I get it. I get it entirely. Edgy, yeah. It's basically the online. <laughs> <Yeah. users. laughs> it reminds me of that family guy uh, skit where they went to a concert to listen to some popular boy band. And it's the band gets on the stage and the lead singer is on his guitar going, feelings, yeah, <laughs> feelings, <whoa>. <laughs> feelings, feelings, <laughs> instead of saying, you know, actual lyrics.
3: And T.T.O.R. and Adam, let's be honest. If anybody, whether Christian or atheist, were in a position like this, um, Let's let's not even uh, bullshit here. Nobody's gonna be like, ah, just go ahead and shoot me. There's either you're either gonna fight your ass off. You're gonna try to get out of the situation. Some people are gonna try to talk their way out of it. It's human, you know, survival. Obviously, people are going to cry. They're gonna be like, I oh, thought, can I get my you know wife a hug before <laughs> I get shot? There's gonna be these things. So these people who just get up here all macho will ride. Right, let's do it. You know, hell with that nonsense.
2: Exactly. And as Darkman 75 pointed out a few minutes ago, funny thing, I first discovered Brett, T-T-O-R, and V J on YouTube when I was trying out alt text sites. That's a funny story, because I first met Brett Keen on BitChute, not YouTube. (laughs) It's kind of funny, too, because when I first came across Brett on BitChute, it was just like some random video i think i was looking up for like atheist content or something and one of brett's videos going after an atheist that he and i both knew came into my feed, and i was like oh cool i'm gonna watch this guy and then after i watched you know about 50 of his videos i <laughs> contacted him.
3: it was it was good that i ran into you, ttr because i'm not sure you realize uh how much of an influencer help that you had on me and stuff but I had just uh, ended up getting caked on YouTube, and I was also going through my transition into theism, so I was still trying to figure out, how am I going to handle this? What am I going to say? How am I going to do this? Where? How am I going to fight for my position and all that? And on top of it, I had a lot of Christians on YouTube who were like, ah, he's bullshit and he ain't doing it. There's no way a guy can be an atheist that long. Hell, they even didn't have faith in me. <laughs> so I come along, I run into TTR. He doesn't condemn me. He doesn't judge me. He's like, hey. Come on up here. Let's talk and all that. He's one of the swellest guys I've ever met on the damn social media. And I'm not just talking about like YouTube. I'm talking about just in general on social media. Good guy.
2: Oh, I appreciate those kind words. But it does also illustrate a larger point, though, between how I met you and what Moon 75 just said. Is that the existence of these alt text sites? and their general lack of censorship, at least when compared to sites like YouTube or the former Twitter or Facebook, it allows us to make connections that if we had just been YouTubers of YouTube censoring, we may have never met each other. I think these alt tech sites are actually very good for making connections that would never otherwise happen.
3: That's true. I was aggravated. I remember thinking to myself, why should I even bother with this crap anymore? Everybody's going to get silenced. And you know I was convinced the whole time BitChute was going to basically shoot us right in the butt on that nonsense. They were going to screw us too. I was constantly complaining about Gab. But uh, yeah, I, I got to thinking later on after everything cooled down, I started thinking, God, why why did this, all this happen to me and I'm in this position? And then I thought, wait a minute, if this wouldn't have happened, if this negative thing wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have met TTOR and some of the other great Christians that I have and been able to learn from them. I had a time to be able to get away from all that crap, having to defend myself against Christians who didn't believe in me or support me and be around people who were there for me all the way. So, yeah, blessing in disguise exactly, Dark Moon.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. And it's also funny too because when you look at the kind of place the internet is, how it's kind of like a thunderdome, every man for himself, pump your chest kind of thing, really promoting of narcissism especially for certain people. When I go to my job during the day, As a TV producer in my church, I'm around people who are normal, have cheerful dispositions, work hard, don't cause a lot of drama. And it's like I go back to the internet after I spend a whole day, you know, working on my stuff and being around people like that. And it's like, wow, those people on the internet were right. The internet is not real life. (laughs) Connections are definitely more honest and open and less drama filled in real life at least you know at certain places
3: it is it's like that too i I mean i find myself sometime where i get subdued by twitter and i'm looking at this and thinking oh shit the world's going to hell we're in the apocalypse and then the computer turns off or something i go out and uh stand out on my porch i'm hearing the birds chirping the grass is green and the trees are swaying and i'm like "The hell with all that nonsense they it, it's constant, just ugh, right in your face, but reality isn't the same,
2: yeah. And well, it also depends where you are, too, because I think you live out in the country, if I remember right. And even though
3: miles south of St. Louis, murder capital of the world,
2: and then I live well, I live in a socialist city in Oregon, Eugene, <laughs> but uh, even in Eugene, though, I'm in a part where. You know, it's kind of away from the more degenerate parts of the city (laughs) because I'm like on the I'm like on the northern edge that's closer to like Junction City and all of these small Oregon towns that are more conservative and, you know, not degenerate. So, yeah, when I'm out and about in my part of the woods, uh, generally, it's a lot more peaceful and less uh, chaotic than if you live on the internet and your entire view of the world is shaped by your social media feeds. Because I'll was... admit
3: oh I was, I was gonna go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say uh I I can see why there's black pilled people out there on the internet because they don't get out and touch grass and interact with people in the real world and so if all they see is The bleakness of their social media feeds, I can see why they're even blackpilled in the first place.
3: There, there has been some adorable, funny times. Though some things that made me laugh out loud. Some of these memes. Do you remember whenever, like, uh, whenever they were saying that our country was being invaded, and you had a couple of groups from the Middle East who were saying, "Oh, we're gonna, we've went into the cities, but now we're gonna go into the rural areas of America and cause trouble," and people are posting memes of Chris Pratt making that happy face with a gun in his hand, saying, "Please, please." <laughs> <laughs> that cracks me up because people i'm serious if you want to invade the country if you're going to do it do it in the cities because the liberals will let you get away with it but if you come into the country your your target practice that they that's fun for them
2: yeah and that's the thing too when you've looked at like blm antifa attacks they've mainly taken place in large democrat controlled cities the handful of times any of those groups have tried to go into a rural area made up of mostly conservatives in order to do what they like to do which is riot and destroy they've met a lot of resistance and they've had their tail put between their legs and sent back where they came from pretty quickly uh yeah they don't for the most part they don't even try going into you know rural areas and conservative areas because they know that they wouldn't be able to get away with the crap they get away with in democrat cities
3: Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not kidding about this either. I live out in the countryside, and we've got cops in our neighborhood. We got hillbillies and all that, and these are the type of folks where if they see strange folks coming in the neighborhood, they'll literally get their gun off the shelf or the wall. They like to keep them as trophies. They will click them and go, "Yeah, yeehaw!" and make all <laughs> kinds of racket. And they'll start preparing for war. It's like they're ready and waiting for anybody to piss them off. So you don't want to do the country. Stick with your Democrat cities.
2: Apparently, they don't have TV or internet. <laughs> and that's their entertainment.
1: There
3: you <laughs> when go. Degen-
2: when degenerates come into their neck of the woods. Oh, boy. Something fun to do. Click, click. <laughs>
3: And the the funny thing about hillbillies, too, as long as you're, like, nice and respectful to them and you get along, they become like family. They'll do anything for you. They'll commit and all that. There ain't no way anybody comes into my neighborhood without dealing with the cops and a bunch of hillbillies. But I tell you what, oh, goodness gracious, you piss them off. You've got an enemy for life.
2: Sounds like it. Well, I'd love to continue this conversation, but we are out of time. It has been a pleasure having Adam and Brett on the show. It's sad that Josh couldn't join us, but hey, when your car breaks down and you can't get home in time, you know there's nothing you can do about that. I'll have to have Josh on a later show in the future once he's more situated with that stuff.
3: Yeah, tell him to get some better tires. Oh.
2: But with that, I bid all of you guys farewell, those of you who've watched from beginning to end, and especially you, Darkmoon75, because you've made so many comments on both chats. (laughs) And I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Toodles!